Welcome to Underbench Staples with Patrick Hanlon and Russell Alford. Oh, how Christine and Adrian of us on the one show. Classic. Classic reference that probably no one will get. No. Um, a interesting evening of viewing on Tuesday night. We had a pressure test, elimination, three contestants. But before I start, a me- an open letter to W. Can you please stop with the Gemma and Gorka ads? I am sick to death of them. This every, is an intervention. Every single ad break, bar one, there is an ad for it. If you're going to promote something to death like that in an hour, have variety with the ads. Have two or three versions rather than the same one over and over and over again. Thank you for listening to my open letter. That's the end of the episode. So let's talk about Vianetta. Oh, yeah. This was a, gin- a gelato challenge, but therein it couldn't be just that easy. Not it couldn't, couldn't just be gelato. It was two gelatos and a gel and a sponge and a creme chantilly and chocolate work to create a pretty dazzling looking take on a Vianetta. Yeah, so it's a Donato Massino, I believe. Uh, is his name. I didn't quite catch it because the, the episode started like a minute late on our the TV and I couldn't rewind it, so it's kind of annoying. So it's piecing it together. And the uh, Missinetta is how it's been dubbed. Um, Unveiled underneath the cloche was a giant Vianetta. Were you a little bit disappointed that everyone had to make a miniature version instead of a giant one? Or was that just me? It was long, though, in comparison to... to I think so theirs like, was like the the one that was under the cloche was like double the size and probably. height of the ones that everyone had to do. I felt like a bit shortchanged. Well, I am firmly in the team R- Romantica. If we're talking oh, about uh, childhood yeah. desserts yeah. Uh, of the iced variety, a Romantica because it was like nutty and caramel. It was caramelly and nutty. Yeah, and in a round. Yeah, though I did like when Vianetta didn't they used to do like a Vianetta? Um, didn't they used to do a nutty one again, like salted caramel nutty one or something like that? And then they did a strawberry one. Uh, yeah, I can't really remember. I've <clears throat> slight PTSD of um, Vianetta because uh, my sister's birthday is Christmas Day and that used to be a birthday cake. And so I used to have it every Christmas and I didn't actually always enjoy a Vianetta because I don't love chocolate too much in desserts. So, yeah. Have you ever seen the video of them being made? No. It's fascinating. It's just like uh, swirl and swirl and swirl and swirl and swirl over and over and over again. As this was. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So it was an interesting enough challenge. And uh, it had four hours and 15 minutes. Uh, and as uh, Grace said, on the surface, it looks like there is only three elements. But of course, this is a pressure test. There's not just three elements. And uh, there was a hidden center with layers upon layers upon layers, including the strawberry gel. 
uh, two types of uh, gelato with vanilla and a chocolate creme chantilly tempered chocolate uh, some of the comments that came along at the very beginning Declan was of course scared of ice cream because he had a bit of a, a boo-boo with that before um, and the judges made note of I guess the pressure points so the things that people are going to succeed or fail on and I guess when we're talking about them and the episode as a whole it's probably worth bearing in mind these kind of things so firstly was about uh, the bricks the bricks the bricks Ooh, I've never heard of this before neither um, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me there was um Basically, it's about the amount of sugar that's in the gel. And without the sugar being on target, the gel will not set. Ne- I've I've heard of this kind of concept before, but I've never heard of it being called bricks before. So that was quite interesting. Um, the other element that was a pressure uh, point was the tempered chocolate. And then the final one was overall construction and timing. Mm. Um, so... Do you want to go contestant by contestant? Yes. Or do you want to go on those points and read them all for filth and each um, of them? I don't think of those points mm. any of them had failed. The consistency and the construction at the end, but like mm. on the gel, they all produced a gel, all mm. fine. Grace obviously Grace had, had, issues. had issues at the start. Um, and I'm not surprised because a, refra- a f- refractometer... I never heard nor seen one of these before. Again, I'm not a professional chef and I've never done this kind of stuff before. But I've never even seen on television this creation where you have to look like Magellan to figure out uh, your uh, sugar work. Mm. Um, That was quite interesting. Uh, I guess it was a bit of a lesson to understand um, what was going on, what was being said. Um when they were talking about balancing and adding water and everything like that so that was you know a useful moment but it was annoying to see her struggle it was Um, because she was going in quite confident Mm. and she struggled and from the outset um, kind of talking about it and thinking about it the three contestants Grace is probably the one who looking at this challenge on paper would be the one who struggles yes Declan energy wise energy wise and also just kind of how she's been as a cook yeah Declan as we've said before follows instructions very well yeah very very well Alice this is her wheelhouse her bag yeah yeah structure applying herself reading the recipe Mm. being quite technical so you would imagine that it'd be her on top then probably Declan then probably Grace yes but all was not to be because I mean shall we just talk about Declan first because obviously he had the pin to play if he wanted to yeah he has the option to play that at any time in the cook. So, of course, I think as anybody would, they gave it a go and then see up until the very end he could play that. At the very start, I asked you, do you think he would play the pin? I said no. You said no and I said no. Didn't I? You okay. said yes. Oh, I said yes. Okay. <laughs> I guess as the episode went on, I started to move towards a no. As the episode went on, I was starting to move towards yes, because he had mm. he had issues kind of a couple of times 
particularly around the chocolate. Yeah. But his gelato was really good. Probably the best gelato. I think the most consistent yeah. gelato. His cream, his piping was really good. Yeah. Like almost perfect. Yeah. The the main point at which I started to go, this is coming off the wheels, was when he knifed open the mould. He, instead of trying to push the gelato out... Gently. He just assaulted yeah. the mould and tore the mould up yeah. almost as an operation. I think... I think that was a moment that in the chocolate work where he almost had bent chocolate pieces because uh, when he te- tempered them, which was a problem. And the advice was, you have two choices, use them or start again. And I think he just used them. He went ahead anyway. No, I think he started again. Did he? Yeah. I think because he he had been speaking to the people up on the gantry yeah. and I think he said, I'm just going to do it again. Okay, so that was probably one of the moments. He did actually, yes, because I remember him pouring it out again. It was one of those moments where this is when you're going to start thinking about the pin and that's where, I guess, the pin dropped. You start to think about what you're going to do, if you're going to play it, if it's going to be something to consider. But if he was going to use it, it would have been in the last minute. I think he is the type who would go through the whole process, feel proud to have gotten to the end of the process, but not have been confident enough with it and would have tapped out. And it was interesting because he had finished a couple of moments before the girls. And I was wondering if he was going to do this. He walked up and down, inspected theirs, judged it against his and went... I've got this. Anybody would have done that. Like, anybody would. It is slightly reading and shady in a way because you're kind of turning around going, yeah, mine looks better than that. And I'm going to stay. And in a way, if I was one of the other contestants looking at that, that's exactly what I'd think. He's a cocky. But at least in that time, he also helped... Uh, Alice out who was struggling with the um, spraying but like this isn't a charity at the end of the day this is a competition and Mm. I would do the exact same if I had the time I'd go just how do they compare at least in look and in height and in style and I think he was correct to continue on to keep his pin obviously he came out top of the challenge in yeah. the judging it was interesting what he said actually as he was about to be out to be about to be judged he said that not playing the pin came down to backing myself and i thought that was a really telling thing about his confidence and his about his belief in himself that he could have still made that they would never have tasted it he put in all of that work and he was like no i'm proud of the thing i've done mm believe in yourself because there's going to be a time in, down the tracks he's already been in what three eliminations two three eliminations at this point so there's there's going to be two or three more and he'll have to use it at some point and I think using it the week after getting it is a silly move he got the best comments from the judges the uh, Perfect crunch of the chocolate. Uh, so impressed by the flavour. They said that he nailed it. But visually, he was under the pump. Mm. But of course, they were 
eating his at the very start of the judging so I would think like that critique like after you tried the other two his was visually the best yes yeah you know yeah if we then go on to Alice who as a cook let's go through the whole cook started okay mm. kept up with Declan um all her issues are around the ice cream mm. that's her her whole issue it mm. took her too long to get each of the gelatos into the machine yeah she hadn't cleaned or turned it off in between which meant it slowed it her froze. down more it froze and it was like chiseling yeah. the ice cream out then after she took out her ice creams and tried to pipe them into the moulds they were too hard yeah so she gave them time to go soft then they were too soft mm. you know I feel that this entire challenge could have been s- summed up by her ice creams yeah because it's the theme tune of it in Australia hot and cold yeah, yeah. so to me like everything else in the challenge her chocolate work was good she obviously had an okay gel yeah the spraying of the chocolate at the end under the pump but on the whole the ice cream is her I would have argued that although Declan's looked good when they did the cross section um, Alice's looked better Mm. and actually I think then Grace's looked best in terms of the cross section um, of it Declan's looked a bit lopsided this looked a little bit more straight if a tiny bit messy Um, and you could see almost the iciness of the gelato it didn't have that kind of smoothness to it Um, I did feel for her in all of those things but one of the things that the judges said that I didn't like was you should have been able to say something isn't right and try to fix it. How on earth can you fix it if you have a clock up there counting down, you have people shouting at you with random times and you've just screwed up a gelato? How do you fix it? At the point that you've only clocked that at the end. Yeah. Particularly the chocolate. She got, it was clearly quite like icy and compacted Mm. in the churner itself and I think that's the point they're kind of hinting at I'm sorry at that point it's an hour or two in I can't change that it's the only ice cream I've got now and like obviously we know the outcome and if you've not gotten to this point and watched the episode you can switch off now in three two one because here's a spoiler Alice goes home had she not put the gelato in, the entire excuse would have been, you're going home because you didn't even bother to put up a gelato. So, it's like, it's it's rock and a hard place kind of thing. I just hate when it's that kind of comment that said, if it was something at the very beginning, if it was the gel, for example, and the gel didn't set because she just didn't bother with the reading and just put it into the thing and it didn't set and that's why it didn't set. That's one thing. This is something in the last few minutes that you can only identify. Definitely. And like, you know, I don't really enjoy pressure tests and I'm going to tell you why. 
you're cooking somebody else's recipe mm. and I particularly do not enjoy the judging of pressure tests mm. Because they start to go on about, oh yeah, they really nailed that flavor, or they really, or oh, the balance is so right. They're following a recipe, and they can't add like any flair, any extra oomph here or there, or their own kind of twist. You're hoping that you're going to be splitting hairs on the smallest thing. But in the way they judge, it feels that they're kind of extrapolating, oh yeah, he really excelled there because he almost added in this or that. He didn't. Like, in a pressure test, you have to follow all of the steps and it's all prescribed. So really, they can only judge on appearance, construction, and the textures Mm. and the flavours. And against the kind of but is that control. not is that not what differentiates a pressure test so much from an elimination? That it's like you don't want to get into a pressure test. You most people will go through the competition and will be in an in an elimination at some point. But in a pressure test, you found yourself in it. Yeah, it's more like detention in a way it's kind of like a punishment for not being as good as everyone else and therefore the pressure has to be added pressure has to be added on I do agree with the way it's judged it's a part of me that thinks that to a certain degree it could be like beat the chef and maybe done a bit anonymously 90% of the time there is a guest judge brought in but then I guess it's also for good for the judges to see how these contestants work under pressure. In that, a way. That's actually a good point that, you know, it'd be interesting if it's only the chef who is mm. who is in the room. They can kind of be keeping an eye on are they at the steps, kind of encouraging them, offering them insights and tips as they go. And then the judges are in a whole other room and Mm. they just taste everything blind Mm. because that way they try the control, the ultimate, and then they're only judging the plates that come afterwards instead of... I think, like, it definitely creeps in that they go, yeah, they kind of screwed up there and they hadn't applied themselves here and... But isn't that it, how it is in the final? But it isn't blind, is it? Yeah, because you have to do the, the scoring. Because this final is based on scores. And it's done blind. I don't think it's blind. I They obviously score, but I don't think it's blind. It's been so long since we've seen a final. And <laughs> we've seen so many finals. Why would you score something if it wasn't blind? Because the point of the final is it's in stages and scores. Oh, true, true. I particularly loved... I'm having a really dumb day today, <laughs> clearly. Uh, you swear I was going to call them fucking Greg and John at this rate. Or slap your spoon off oh, the table. Don't bring that up again. So anyway, so that's Alice. The In the judges' chamber, um, they immediately clocked that. It was... Dense. And on the visuals, not quite right. Mm. Gummy. Gummy on the ice cream, icy and dense. Um, 
and they blame that on her getting the temperatures incorrect afterwards so having it too cold then giving it the time to melt and then trying to pipe and then freezing it again so if we go on to Grace next the third of the three competitors Um, before even presenting um, well actually let's even go to the judging the whole cook started off on a wrong foot it was laden with fails and disasters, but redemptions throughout. The yeah. gel, which was step one, was the thing that caught her off guard, as we mentioned with the um, Magellan-esque thermometer. What was it called again? A refractometer. Uh, refractometer. Refractometer. So did struggle a good bit on that front. Um, but there was a few little things that we observed that were quite good um, with Grace. At one point, in Grace asked, when, with she has having gel, uh, gelato issues, mainly on the flavour and the sweetness of it, she asked Alice to try hers, yeah. which was one of the few moments where there was a bit of crossover between the contestants to check if it was okay. That was quite good to see, but ultimately, it was a it was a lot. I am really impressed by Grace's energy and mm. attitude because even under pressure, mm. she is a bit unflappable even yeah. though in the creative cooks she she is quite flappable yeah um in her energy i just think like anything that had gone wrong she just applied herself mm. and it hadn't really thrown her the other two kind of if stuff started to go wrong it kind of got in their heads or they got anxious that's one thing I noticed about Declan in particular when things go wrong I don't know whether it's kind of like a stop breathe think type of thing and the way it's edited but he seems to look like deer in headlights it's not even deer in headlights it's deer hit by car oh at that point um, in, in kind of how he presents himself which is very different to Grace who kind of just is like looks confused smiles laughs and just gets on with it um, I think she's a great way about her in the kitchen yeah I um, do too I really like her um, but the inflap- inflappableness in this kind of situation is very understandable you know it's 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 a pressure test it's designed to be like this but this is a few occasions now where we've seen her kind of worry and get stressed out and make little errors along the way that really shouldn't happen. Then in the judges' chamber, obviously they tried her as third of threes, so they kind of compared the other two to this one. Issues in the puree um, that then got ironed out. The puree? The, 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 the gel. The gel. The gel in the middle. The gel, yeah. 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 They didn't, they say it was like the nicest one. Because it got the sharpness. Yes. I think. It was the most strawberry, uh, bright and strong in flavour. But then she pointed out even before they tried it yeah. that the gelato, the gelato had an issue that even she couldn't quite mm. ascertain. Mm. And as the judges came around, they kind of hinted at a thing but hadn't ever kind of definitively told her. Yeah. And even up to that point, <laughs> it's like... The gelato could be wrong, but I'm not really sure what's wrong. Yeah. Um, it was interesting, too, because they almost were like, this looks terrible. This looks awful. 
and and it and, did, and it didn't look great at all. Angled, and, yeah. small layers, the Chantilly, awfully piped. But it was interesting that they then um, cut it open, and was like, it was Jock who was like. Actually, this isn't so bad. And it cut beautifully. The sound mm. was great on it because it's all about the ASMR. Um, and then I would argue probably looked the best of the three in terms of it being centred and straight and everything like that. If you cast your mind back to halfway through the episode, there is a scene of her being very particular and taking her time in really smoothing out and ensuring that the gelato is piped in exactly mm. how it should be mm. and I think that stood to her because after they cut into it structurally it was the best yeah and it ate very well so when it did come to the overall feedback with the three of them standing waiting to hear their fate it was ultimately the elements ate beautifully together now this feedback you could see how much emotion she put into it because she was really upset Mm. and joyful and sad at the same time because I think she could not believe that it was like hang on I had all of these issues and it was lovely I think that really got to her if Alice hadn't the ice cream issues if Alice's ice creams Mm. had been fine who goes home because if Alice's ice creams hadn't the icy the kind of textural issues how could you call this well then you go back to the pressure points their chocolate was all perfect um the sugar with the bricks okay alice might have lost on that one yeah because it was nicer flavor on graces and in construction and timing it comes down to visuals Graces Graces Didn't look the nicest of the three uh, It's a uh, If I think If Alice hadn't those issues This could be uh, A very tough call But because it w- she did It became obvious at the end And they would have had to really split hairs Split hairs And it would have been on which cross section looked better <laughs> Oh my which, god Which 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 was presented better Yeah um, yeah, that's a really tough question to mm. ask. Um, so how dare you ask? How dare um, I ask the tough questions on this podcast? The one thing as well I don't like about pressure tests is I can't do smash and pass because there's one feckin' dish that I can judge. Uh, would you smash it? No, I would pass that, really? honestly. As in, like, I can completely appreciate I was wowed yeah. at the unveiling. But am I... Am I eager to try that? No. Mm. I get the Im- impression it's really cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into... I'm not into... Ice cream is cold. I'm not into... Oh, shut up. <laughs> I am not into uh, ice cream and a freezing cold chocolate in one kind of thing. It's probably a hangover of childhood, Vianetta, maybe. I just don't really like a Vianetta. I don't love a Vianetta either, but I think... Romantica. Romantica. I think I'd prefer that to a Vianetta purely because one I'm bougie but secondly um, because the entire thing isn't necessarily entirely chilled so it's not all frozen uniformly like a Viennetta granted elements like the uh, Chantilly cream are cool but they're not frozen 
it would f- it would be a bit more of a textural delight than a textural delight, homotextual delight, even um, rather than a cut section ice cream bland. Yeah, I think I'd be intrigued, and that's bearing in mind I don't love a chocolate in a dessert. The thing that I'm into it is the gel. Yes, I'd love that. in it that kind of how that eats to split up each it's not of the jelly. textures. It's not jelly. Yeah, it looks I solid. Do not f with a jelly. I'm sorry. No, you really don't. So uh, that's the episode. Unfortunately, we see the back of Alice, which is sad. I'm sad. Sad yeah. about. I'm sick of seeing people I like. But then again, I like almost all the contestants, so it's kind of really annoying um, seeing them go. Who who at this point is your leader? You can't ask me that because you asked me that last week and then yeah. I asked you the question back and you said, oh, I don't have any favourites. I'm not picking anyone. <laughs> so, I'm, unless I get an answer back. I am now asking you again. Unless I get an answer back. Okay. Okay. Who are who are up there for me at the moment? Um, I would probably say Declan and Theo are strong up there. Uh, Phil is getting better who'd have thought you'd say you'd have said that three and a half I know. weeks ago I'm just intrigued to see and also the Irish thing of course I'm going to be uh, uh, positive about Addy as well Addy's up really, and coming really yeah. really like seeing Addy at the moment what about you my front runner at this moment is Theo yeah yeah I think that he hasn't really put a foot wrong yet yeah to be honest he's had a couple of highs he he isn't obviously in the forefront as in like in your face yeah. but he's just like in the top now, of the pack here's the thing in the same way that when people do pasta and stuff like that I want to see him do something sans bread yeah and just see obviously his bread is Get always going to be amazing come out on the runway in full glamour yeah, yeah 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 exactly I just want to see but I want him to it would almost be the thing I want him to um, win a challenge or win something on something that doesn't involve bread or pastry if you know what I mean mm. as in show off how strong you are in something without it being your speciality that would be really interesting um, who so- do you think at this point is struggling overall um, mm, well, this is def- definitely Grace anyway at the moment because <laughs> um, that was not uh, you know that was a hard one to be in um, I'd say Melissa is kind of floating at the moment in terms of being highs and lows High low. um, and I think it's a bit tricky I think Ralph has moved away from being at the bottom um, uh, of the pack a little bit Um Going through all the contestants, I'd say Rhiannon is slowly getting back into that bottom kind of area. Uh, there's a couple of hiccups. There's a couple each of hiccups. Time. Yeah, and I really like her, but I'm just starting to see this a couple of things going wrong. But then we have a service challenge tomorrow. Certain people work really well in yeah. service challenges. We saw that last week with Grace, Addy, Rhiannon. 
uh, all and Kath all worked really well in the team situation mm. so who knows what it's going to be tomorrow night's episode is a service challenge it sounds like in the teaser that they are going to be cooking in a Chinese takeaway and it sounds like they are going to be making Chinese classics love it so I'm wondering if as a service challenge is it your task is to do Chinese restaurant food and here's your ingredients or are they given recipes that's not very that's think, not very service challenging I think challenging the formal I think the former as in pretty much everybody has tried those kinds of things in the past yes so it's like that's your starting block interpret those yeah. but those have to be like iconic yeah I'm excited to see this Excited one. for it, yeah. yeah I do love a service. And I do love a Chinese restaurant, so yeah. that's even better. So, uh, thank you for listening to this evening's podcast. Hopefully, again, we'll be able to get this one up before nine o'clock tomorrow night for you again. Uh, do send us Instagram messages and the likes, if you wish. Uh, and Until tomorrow. Subscribe and all that type of stuff so you don't miss an episode. That'd be great. Until tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.